0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Core. This is Core episode. I don't know two fifteen. It's uh, Wednesday, April first, twenty twenty. Not really feeling in the mood for any April Fool's jokes, but if you support the show on Patreon, you just uh, heard yourself a really fantastic pre-show with some stories of our childhood. Uh, well, I've
1: fun. got some April Fool's shenanigans.
0: Oh, do you have some? Shenanigans? What, I what did cut you do? My hair.
1: Oh, what? Let's see. It's shorter than it was, and I know it looks long still. But it's about half the length it was. Half the length, really? I feel like naked. Yeah, because it all just curls up and bunches up. So I don't know if you guys really notice it. But were you like uh, because it? it? It's basically it was touching the top of my butt crack. Ooh, Uh, it's very very long hair. No, no, I was fine there. the The problem wasn't the length; it's the knots. I got, I was combing constantly or brushing constantly. I did just, you ever
0: wake up? Do you ever wake up in the middle of the night just strangling on your own hair? That ever happened? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow.
1: Not strangling, but just like, oh my god, what's got me? Ah, and just pulling it's the hair. It's all torn and p- yeah.
0: That would be hard. Do you yeah. brush it out every day, like a lady? I
1: usually tie it up. What ends up happening <laughs> is if you wash it or in shower get a wet wash it, and then you don't take care of it after the shower yeah. and I'm a boy. I don't know if that's sexist or not, but like I take a shower and I'm out and dripping everywhere. I'm barely toweled off and yeah. moving on with my life. Yeah. I don't do crimping or any sort of bathroom business, but what ends up happening is if you say you go to sleep, make the mistake of falling asleep, taking a nap on the couch after showering, which is a thing to do, your hair will not,
2: mm. and they
1: don't come out easy. At one point this summer, I had like a dread in the back that it took me 16 hours to untangle. Oh my Lord. I really? Done. And yeah. my mom help a few hours and stuff. And I was like, no, no, I'll keep my hair long.
0: But um, I trimmed it. That's freaking it was... brutal, dude. I yeah. couldn't so do it's it. It's not long hair, but it's just not epic. According to John, you also leave a bar of soap with a big uh, weird fuzzy thing on it. Right, John? You know? Yeah.
2: We know where that was. <laughs> we know where it came from. Well, yeah, it's not a mystery.
0: Sliding up and down that ass crack getting clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, how you clean the bum. <laughs> LizCon 2017. 16. 17. I
3: thought it was (laughs) (laughs) Nerdtacular. Oh, was it? I thought it was BlizzCon. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no.
2: That's when I shared shared the room with Bo and experienced uh, everything that comes with sharing a room with Bo, which is a great period of things. I completely forgot about that. Oh,
0: yeah. Dan was there.
2: Dan was, you know what? Dan was lovely. I will talk about Dan at any point. Dan did not have any memorable stories from staying with him. Real reliable guy, that Dan. Yeah, you can count
1: on No, He's amazing, nice, wonderful. (laughs) I miss seeing him, honestly. Yeah, we should play
0: games with him again. He was very... left a mark, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Well, leaving a mark is what we do here on CORE. We're glad to be here. We're going to talk about games, gaming, and the things that have to do with those two things. So sit tight and enjoy. All right, uh, let's start with a few things going on this week uh, amid this coronavirus mess. Uh, April Fool's Day happened today, but I didn't notice near as much stuff as uh, usual. And I think that's probably a good thing,
2: right? <laughs> I've noticed yeah, zero I've, so far. Yeah, I think most people did the right thing and didn't do anything.
0: Right. You know what I kept thinking, though? There's going to be some... I was talking about this, this morning on the show. There's got to be some social media manager somewhere at some company, who back in January said, you know what, I'm going to queue this up so it happens on the day. I'll just schedule it here in TweetDeck or some you know other corporate thing they're using to do their tweets. And they and they queued it all up to just blast out on the day and then forgot all about it. <laughs> all this mm-hmm. time came, a bunch of stuff's happened since then. They may not even work there anymore. And then today, boom, automatically at midnight, some terrible idea ended up on the internet. Now, I don't know if that's actually true if it did, but I, I just... I just know somebody somewhere screwed up.
1: Still waiting for someone to dress up as coronavirus and chase people on the street. Because, you know, that's a kind of YouTube video, you know, harassing people.
0: Yeah. Genre. You expect one of those. Uh, who's the kid? Like Logan
1: Paul went to a yes. suicide force. It was like, hey, dead people, man. Yep. <laughs> like there's some young person who's like, I know what I'll do. I'll dress up as coronavirus. Yep. And jump out of bushes at
0: people. It's that, that yeah. Logan Paul kid or his brother, Jake. One of those two chuckleheads would do it. Those those kids. Man. You know, the, the, the fabric of our culture is richer for them. Yeah, I think it's not, not true not. at not. all. We're poorer for, for for them, I think. Anyway, um but uh, it would seem pretty light. I didn't actually check the blizzard blizzard stuff. Did anybody look at that? See
2: Yeah, the, they did some stuff. Yeah, it, you know, they they do their thing and it's fine. I mean, I don't wanna necessarily call just them out, but I think, you know, I think in general, this was kind of like even last year when there wasn't anything else going on. Mm -hmm. It seemed a little like a little bit like I was hearing more people complain about April Fool's Day than actually saw April Fool's Day jokes. Yeah. Now we've got this going on. It just seemed like maybe not the time, especially when people are stuck in home and they're like, oh, I want to play something. I want to do something, maybe teasing content that isn't actually coming to your video game in the best time to do that. Um, So it was probably probably a good idea to skip it some people did i think a lot of people did i
0: heard a rumor that only one person at blizzard's in charge of that now they used to be a big team effort to do funny jokes every year and there used to be a lot of graphics involved and other stuff now it's like one person they do all of it most of it's written and you don't get a lot of other backup from the rest of the company i think they've i think they've kind of let that stuff slide to the side a little bit not be as an important thing for them to do every year Um, whereas it used to be a bit of a bigger deal but overwatch had googly eyes on all the characters that was kind of funny i like that and that doesn't hurt nobody i have no problem with that kind of stuff by the way if you're going to take a day like this and say hey what if uh every character in overwatch had googly eyes for the full for the whole day that's pretty cool i like that
2: well I think, I think, yeah. And especially, and I, I guess I don't know, is it actually in the game? Like, I think it is. It's one thing when you actually put something in the game, because then you're kind of turning it into a mini holiday, right? right. You know, it's sort of like, oh, we're doing a big Christmas event or something and it's just April fool's day is another event. Right. And I think that stuff's cool. You know, I, I think that sort of thing is in the spirit of treating it like it's a holiday. I think maybe what's a little less fun is if you're like, hey, Mercy's and Heroes of the Storm. And then you just show a bunch of healers that are already in Heroes of the Storm with Mercy's head photoshopped on top of them. And you're like, ha, Psych. It's like, yeah, I really would have liked some heroes content actually. Uh, cause you know, I'm bored at home, stuck here, but thanks. I guess I didn't laugh
0: at it. Open Bayou says I didn't see if Think Geek did anything. Think Geek doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> They're gone. They were gobbled up by GameStop and no longer exist in the form they were in. The website doesn't even take you there anymore. It takes you to GameStop. Um, yeah, like I like, uh, I like that maybe we're getting to an evolutionary period in the internet where we're knowing the difference between the two, that sil- a silly in-game joke, like in gaming in particular, is fine. Just lying to people is not... I'm tired of that. Like it's not funny to go, did you guys hear? Like your example here comes mercy coming to heroes of the storm. Finally. Can't wait to see her in there. They're not doing that. But if they had done that, I would have been annoyed. They did do that. Oh, they did this year. They did. Yeah. Oh, I'm annoyed by that then. I don't, that's just a lie to me. Like it's actually, a. it's, you could put mercy in heroes of the storm. It's not an unheard of idea to figure out a way to do it. If they did actually do that, then that annoys me because why bother? You're just making up a story that doesn't exist. And you're going to have some people who buy it. And then other people who make fun of those people. And at the end of the day, it wasn't really fun, but googly eyes
2: on your characters. That's funny. That's cool. You can go see that. You can log into the game and see it. And, Maybe that gets you to play a little more Overwatch. Yeah, I am
0: actually surprised. Uh, I
2: guess I should also clarify, I don't know if Blizzard did it, but somebody today, because I still, you know, we still have a lot of heroes, people on social media and stuff like that. Yeah. And I did see some of it get retweeted, clearly labeled as April Fools. Mm-hmm. So, mm. you know, some effort was made, but it's just, eh, I don't know.
0: It's just, I, again, I'm not saying it's a, it's anything they're doing that's, That's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not doing anything with malice. Yeah. They're just, it's just a, it's just a dumb lie. And I don't like those kinds of, they're not great jokes. Like I like a funny joke. Like, give me a thing that's funny. Like the onion is funny. You never once look at the onion unless you're really stupid and go, oh, that's real news. No, you never do. You know, you see, you get the humor, you get the sarcasm, like find a way to do that. It's a fine line. It's hard to do. I don't think this is for everybody but this year it seemed like there were a lot less people and I'm always, I am still surprised how many people hadn't heard this week because tonight's not the first time they hadn't heard. Think geek was gone. Everybody's like, what's going on with Think Geek?" I'm like, what's the last time you went there? They have been gone for three years or something.
2: I think it's because we all only went on April fools.
0: I mean, good point. That's, that's a <laughs> that's good point. The
2: last time I went to Think geek.
0: yeah, It's been a while for me. Um, I don't know, Bo, did you see anything today where you were like, oh no, you already said you hardly saw anything, right? I
1: saw zero April Fool stuff, but I, I mean, I'm still at work. Well, that's true. <laughs> like, and yeah. the, the tone at, at the office place is definitely not one that's conducive to, you know, filling someone's desk full of balloons or something like that, so. Mm. Is that true all I year? I tell you about the April Fool's I got pulled on me, though, no. at work? Tell us. That was
0: very epic. Tell us.
1: I, at an old job I used to work at, was <clears throat> a manager at a team of about thirty people that were working under me, and so April first comes along and I don't pay attention,
3: mm.
1: so I show up to the office and no one shows up for work. Whoa! They don't call. They don't call in sick. In call in sick. Not oh, they call, didn't out, call sick. out sick. <laughs> they didn't call in sick. <laughs> and um, they, I had, I was freaking out. I'm like, literally, everyone did that. So I go to my boss and I'm like, my team didn't show up. I'm pissed. So anyways, uh, someone called and said they were they paid an April Fool's joke and they were all waiting at some place nearby. And, the, and I was like, totally unacceptable for the business, whatever. So I got mad and I'm like, I have to issue disciplinary reports and document your file for 32 people, basically.
3: Hmm.
1: And I'm discussing this with my boss, right? So I get up in front of 32 of them in a boardroom and give them all shit, tear them down, I'll strip them off a new one, saying it was a very bad idea of an April Fool's joke never do it again and then my director says ah! <laughs> and she's the one that had set up the whole thing wow. to make me, like she got me super bad had me give everyone a document had me make this big speech giving everyone shit and stripping them down and she's like should we take it any farther <laughs> and i was pissed uh, i was so mad see that sucks but it was a good april fool's joke is I mean, it no though, one got is it because it- that's because well, they know that I will react very strongly in situations like that. I,
0: I feel I like it's, a, but see, I think that's mean to you. If they know that, why would they want to do that to you? Like you're, you're a nice well, guy.
1: One, they know I'm good natured. At the end of the day, I really don't hold grudges or get angry. Maybe that's why they, oh. you know, thought it would be fun. Yeah. You and I think my boss wanted to mess with me. So whatever.
0: You should have farted <laughs> but, on Jan, uh, Janice from accounting's donut that day in the break room. That's what you should have done.
2: No. How is that an April Fool's Day joke? <laughs> what, farting what? on? You a... fell for it. I farted on your food and you didn't anticipate it. <laughs> that's exactly my point.
0: That's exactly my point. When you hoist these things on people, they're not jokes. They're just mean, kind of, right? Aren't they just kind yeah, of mean? Yeah, but all, all, all.
1: I mean, everything like that's an aggression. Yeah. Like if you take something and fool somebody, it's. It's um, an offensive maneuver, or you know, it's an aggressive maneuver. Even if it's the tamest, quietest thing,
0: right? You know? that's why I like the I googly know. eyes because you can just say, "Ha, look at look at a uh, uh, freaking soldier seventy six with the googly eyes." That's hilarious. Then, then, and you're done. And it is funny because it's weird looking, and you know it's going to go away. It's like big head mode in heroes when they did that. Um, that was kind of fun for a hot minute. Like that stuff's good. Just I don't like the lies. And also some of the things we heard today on April Fool's Day are worse than terrible April Fool's jokes. For example, Borderlands developer Gearbox is in the news again. Guess what you guys? It's not a good thing this time around. Is it ever? But anyway, uh the headline basically goes like this, they okay, so they pay their employees less than standard rates and then make it up on the back end with with good sales. And when the good sales come, they pay they pay on top of that with bonuses, so in theory you're going to make more and this is a Practice that's in lots of businesses and lots of industries, not just gaming. Um, in fact, I was a little surprised to hear that they were even doing it because I didn't know that was the thing you could do in there. But anyway, <clears throat> without a proper union for game developers, I guess it makes sense. They can do kind of whatever they want. But anyway, the point is uh, Pitchford and his executives uh, said, All right, well, that's the plan this time. If Borderlands 3 sells well, and it did, it sold really well, uh, you'll get these bonuses. They're not paying them now. They just decided not to do it. The sales were still high. They still did really well. I don't know if this is, there's been no comment from them to say, well, also it's because of the coronavirus situation, but I, you know, we got to, we got to shore up our, our uh, business or whatever. They, they haven't said that. If they do come out and say that, okay, well, I'll I'll listen to what they have to say for the reasons, but I think this is just really shitty for them to do this. Um, had the game not sold well, well, them's the breaks because that's how this works when you do profit sharing like this. It's a lot like a movie. You want to get a big actor like Tom Cruise, and he says, "Sure, I'll do it, but I want tons of money on the back end, and I'll come in for very little." And if it doesn't make a lot of money, well, then I won't make a lot of money, but I'm willing to make that bet with you. And they do that all the time. They were successful, and they're not paying their people, and that that sucks. Do we agree? Okay, we're back. Sorry, there was a glitch in the matrix. Everything's fine now. All right. Bo, you were apparently you were uh had some comments, but I couldn't hear them because Discord farted up. So what were you gonna say?
1: I, I think it was on the previous subject, not the Borderlands one. Oh. <laughs> it was pretty far back that we were watching you, I think. Um I don't remember what it was. So oh, all right. uh, yeah. I bet it was
0: amazing. Thanks, Discord. You've you did it again.
1: But I was interested to hear that you had, uh, equivocally or unequivocally decided not to play borderlands three because I don't think I can do it uh, now. Pitchford is giving you the impression. He's a proper penis, a proper penis. And you just don't like what the company represents and the game's not that enticing that you're willing to set that aside. So you're just like, "Eh, I mean,
0: I, I, I played a lot of two and I really liked it and I wanted three. But they were there was all the weirdness before 3, and that, that soured me. So I was like, well, I'll wait for the Steam one then, I guess. And then I was fully intending to get that. But just nothing but bad news out of those guys. And then today this, and I'm like, I'm not buying their game. Like, that's bad. It definitely seems, it seems, I don't know. There's something, I need the whole
1: story on this one, because it sounds like they share in the profits of the Endeavor. But it sounds like they didn't, you know, by all accounts, it sounds like they blew a ton of money making Borderlands Three. Like when they quoted, like it was like, oh, you know, hundred, almost two hundred million dollars. Yeah, the cost it was ninety-seven million, and then another hundred and something million. In development costs yeah. and i'm like and
2: i would ask for what like by well, all accounts, that's that what game I was about is to say barely a step up from borderlands 2 it's like oh yeah. it looks a little better and it's the yeah. same shit yeah
1: yeah i i you scooped me i was gonna say the same thing it's like i've oh. been playing it and i enjoy it but it's it doesn't you know i'm playing doom eternal i i it's <laughs> definitely a step up from their um bar setting first one in 2016 and Borderlands 3 came out way later and basically is just a better running version of Borderlands 2.
0: Yeah. You said something yeah. in our Slack about the they switch from the Unreal 3 to 4 engine or something. And in that the was... article,
1: it mentions that part of the cost was switching the engine. I mean, some, it's hard to tell what's mismanagement and what's just bad fortune. I can pick it up from there. Okay, sorry. We're back again. It's Discord's hard...
0: being weird. Go ahead.
1: It's hard to tell in the case of development, you know, what's bad fortune and what's mismanagement. Yeah but it sounds like the employees shouldn't be shocked. Mm -hmm. Like they should know, okay, we're behind schedule. We've met challenges like for them to just find this out at the end game and be surprised by it. Seems strange to me,
2: Mm. which maybe makes me think that because I mean, my curiosity and Bo, you mentioned this when we were kind of chatting about it earlier is what is their deal? Is their deal, you know, how is the company doing and based on company um, revenue, are they paid off of that or is it, on the game if it's on the game and the company stunk it up for a year and they don't want to pay bonuses because of that that's shitty Mm -hmm. um it's understandable maybe but that's that's shitty um if it's you know they only share in the overall revenue of the company and you got pitchford dropping bowling balls through the ship constantly every time he gets on social media you know then it's unfortunate sure but you're kind of at the whims of who you have helming your ship you know and if you're I gonna mean, have a chaotic element like that that's basically a bad news generator like okay you you got to be prepared for that at least
1: yeah i don't know i i there's a bit of a make your bed and sleep in it kind of thing when it, i i just feel like you know i think i'm just saying the same thing you are john just like you know the character of that person and the people there
0: all right, that, we glitched again, but we're back. But John was in the middle of a very impassioned speech. He wants to now pick up where he was. John, lay it on us.
2: Well, no, I don't want to pick up where I was because nobody heard any of it. Oh, did, I want to pick up at the beginning again, Oh, which is to say <laughs> that to Bo's point of knowing that there's a chaotic element in your company, the thing that stood out in the article to me that kind of makes me feel bad in spite of that is that by all accounts they had had previous successes and people had been able to buy houses off of just their bonus alone and things like that. And it was something that their own company bragged about was this whole bonus program and bonus incentive was like, look at what we did for our employees. Look at how well we treat them. And so I think when you run around as a company and you tout that as a, as a great thing, I think maybe there are people that go, well, yeah, sure. Randy's out there sinking the boat every chance he gets, but it seemed to work out before. Maybe it will work out again. Mm -hmm. Or if you find yourself in a toxic environment, sometimes you do the thing where you say, if I just power through this, you know, I just got to get to this goalpost. You know, Randy's out there dropping porn at a medieval times. He's yelling at people. He's doing all the things he's gonna do. But if I can just get to that bonus, it'll be worth all the blood, sweat, and tears I've put in, and I'll just do that. And then to go, well, sorry guys, bonuses are gonna be a lot smaller than anticipated. Uh, we're not doing it. Also, and, and
1: he gets twelve million.
0: Oh yeah, like, he gets he gets paid.
1: And and you know, there's all that sweet epic. Game store money, you know, like not only was it a best-selling game, but they got some extra incentive cash to, you know, Ugh. pay for things that they that they owe. If these, like, don't if they get a cut of that exclusivity money? Like
0: they should, but <laughs> if they're if they're gonna if they're if they're gonna take away these bonuses based on whatever arbitrary reason they're doing it, but he's getting his full twelve million or whatever it is he's taken out of this thing, which I'm sure is all contractual and it's fine. I mean, I know what I would do, because your company's not going to last very long if you keep doing this. I would take some of that money. You got all you need there, Pitchford. Unless you got some weird thing on the side nobody knows about that's like bleeding you dry. I don't know. Okay, but maybe, maybe, just maybe, take a little bit of that and do those people right. Like this just feels wrong to me. It feels wrong on lots of levels, and we're and yeah. it's not even a thing to blame on the on the freaking COVID nineteen mess that we're in right now. It's it, no. these, the sales are done. The game sold really well, and it sold well again on Steam and uh, great on consoles. Like, There's no reason this needs to happen, even if it was some arbitrary like, well, it didn't quite reach this fake number we threw out there at the beginning. And despite the fact that Pitchfair was online messing us up left and right, making our company less valuable in the eyes of people slowly and surely, eroding away at the goodwill, and it just didn't quite hit that number, like, F right off. That sucks.
1: Oh, one of the shocking things as well, just to add on to that too. Sorry, the 140. So it was 90 million to develop the game. It was 140 million to do the DLC. Ooh, what? Why? I think that's where their bread is buttered. Like Because Borderlands 2 had four major DLCs, about 10 or 20 skins, a few extra heroes, some smaller campaign content, some mini DLCs. It's an extensive bundle of product, like like two to $300 worth of DLC
0: at full price. Wow.
1: So that's the plan definitely of Borderlands 3, but I just still find it shocking that they spent more on DLC than the base game. I don't understand that's how insane. that
0: works. That doesn't make sense to me. So if they did do that, that may be a whole other problem, a management problem or a priority problem or something, because I guarantee you, <laughs> the core chunk of your game should be what costs you the most. DLC should never... I mean, once in a while, DLC is amazing, like uh, Blood and Wine for uh, Witcher 3. By all accounts, some of the greatest DLC ever made. But that didn't cost as much as the Witcher 3 did to make. Like, something's wrong with them. Same. All right, uh, we're back. We've changed ISPs, everybody. My, oh, w- we, We've moved over to something that hopefully isn't getting the same load as Comcast is tonight, because apparently that's the problem. I was going to blame this company with
2: as fun a name to say is mine, and you get to say Cox all the time. I,
0: I guess so. Anyway, my my oh, bad. Yeah. We're good now. Uh, welcome back. Okay, I think we're done with Borderlands. <laughs> I guess I don't sure. know. It, it just seems like a shitty deal all around, and I hope they get it worked worked out. Yeah, uh, and I'm not buying that game until they do.
1: Like, oh, the one thought I had with respect to it is that if they did make that promise, and right or wrong, the staff feel slighted by this they're going to lose a lot of their talent and they're not going to attract good talent and we can
0: expect not good things in the future from them anymore. <laughs> so, yeah but also remember so, but... <laughs> that between 2 and the, and 3 it was a real bad mix like what did we yep. have that long away
1: battleborn which was okay it's okay but it was just a but you it know didn't... Kind of a there was
2: a, uh aliens versus predator game which was, was really or, bad wait it was colonial marines colonial marines right. that was it yeah, yeah that was
0: it and then they did um there's one other thing they did.
2: Remember when they did Duke Nukem Forever?
0: That's the one. Duke Nukem Forever. Terrible. Like, they did not have a hit between the two Borderlands, so they needed this to hit real hard. My guess is they, they were already... They
1: just dropped the ball. Like, they, they struck gold with Borderlands. Like, Borderlands 2. Huge franchise. Like, any other company's like, holy shit, we have a a, a tap of a money. A ta- what? How do you say this? A tap of we money. We got a money tap tap that'll just keep printing money as long as we keep making Borderlands stuff. Let's do that ASAP. Mm -hmm. And then they made the pre-sequel. Remember the pre-sequel? Yeah, it was bad. It was terrible. I loved Borderlands 2 so much my friend Crofton gifted it to me saying like, I know you love Borderlands 2. Here's the game. I played an hour. It was bad. I don't know. I can't explain
0: why it just lacked all magic. Well, it's also, they didn't make it. They subbed it out to an Australian team, which no, no knock on them. I'm, I don't know how gearbox was to work with or whatever, but it wasn't great. And it it took them
1: too long to capitalize on the, the, the heat that they
0: had. And now that they've released this, it's like, okay, but their best hmm. game in between that window of two and three was a game they didn't make. They just licensed the IP out for telltale to do that. Uh, adventure game and that was great yeah tales, tales of the, Border the borderland was really good
2: oh my gosh that was a good game it was
0: really good but they didn't do it so i think it's a squandering on their part it really bums me out because by all accounts three is fine it doesn't break any new rules really or change much but it's you know it's there and it does what it's supposed to do and does that pretty well but i can't in good conscience buy it if they don't no,
1: i pre-ordered nukem
0: forever yeah, it was I bad. was
2: excited about it and, and like, it was looking so back bad. I'm like what happened to me? Yeah. Why did that happen?
0: It was a bad video game and they could have delivered. I, mean, I remember feeling some trepidation in 2015 when they were showing off Doom uh, the Doom you know, thing in 2016 and I remember thinking "Oh, but you know what you've done this before and 3 was disappointing and I don't know if you can do this can you really bring this back in a way that's meaningful and they totally did so it's possible it can totally work but the development hell that Duke Nukem was in for so long, I don't. I just don't know how you ever deliver on that damn thing. I, I think just, it depends on the talent you have on your team too. I mean, it's art, right?
1: Like, right. there's, there are probably different tiers of workers in the game development business when it comes to design at a high level. I mean, that's why Hideo Kojima is a, a thing, right? Right. Right. So maybe you know that studio is going downhill. They're not attracting good talent, and the products they put out, uh, you know. And I don't just mean art talent, I mean like all the talents, all all the disciplines, engineering, networking, like all those, all require some level of artistry, even for coding and stuff. And
0: And I would argue even leadership, that's where the problem is in my opinion. Sure. There's weird leadership going on.
1: You don't think office, do you think Randy Pitchford played an
0: April Fool's joke this year? I mean, he probably
2: put on a magic show.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then left a, a porn-filled USB drive at a restaurant somewhere.
2: Yeah, then went to medieval times. Yeah, to celebrate. which he's not supposed yeah, to do. Did it again, Randy, you magic bastard. He's supposed <laughs> to
0: be—he's supposed to be, <laughs> be self-isolating—and he's leaving porn sticks at the at the restaurant again. No, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing or thinking, but I don't know. Maybe there's—maybe we'll get some good news out of this, and they'll fix their mess. I would hope. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to read all about it, kotaku has got the big scoop, as they usually do.
2: Uh, oh yeah we should we should cite sources this came from uh jason schreier at Kotaku.
0: yeah that dude this is what he does he breaks open these big uh these big messy messies and uh in video games and there are gonna be some people that don't like that at all they think that those guys shouldn't be focused on trying to find the controversies but some of this stuff i think is good okay. to get in the sunlight a little bit all right employees that have rights how dare
1: they print such
0: filth see <laughs> It's been this the age old argument. It's been going on since the 1800s, since the printing press was invented. All right, Bo and John both conquered Doom Eternal. It is now my chance and your chance, chat room, if you want to participate in this, to ask them anything. I have some, actually have some questions. Bo, let's start with you. Yeah. Better than Doom 2016
1: for Doom Eternal. Sorry, which yes. game? I missed the game. Doom
0: Eternal. Better than oh, Doom 2016? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> what Easy
2: are
3: we
1: area.
2: talking about <laughs> I just, <laughs> hey, well, I, I just well, got you're here. saying what something's
1: you saying? better than doom 2016 I just missed the first game <laughs> oh I no that's fine that's just,
0: fine we were talking about doom eternal and you think it's a lot better like give me a, a how much better like give me a, a orders of magnitude better or is it just okay better
1: um geez what this is a hard to
2: question two? to ans- be answer because it w- surprisingly so- it's hard to compare the two.
1: Yeah, mm. it really is. I-, I would say it is definitely an order of magnitude better. Like, I don't know what magnitudes we're
0: talking about here. Like um, it would be double, right? So I like, guess single order of magnitude would be double better. Two times as good. <laughs> it's double better.
1: <laughs> is it triple better though? Is it triple better or double better? Uh, you know, is there a halfway point between triple and double?
0: Uh, double butter single butter uh dipple, dipple. Or... <laughs> Dupple. <laughs> Dupple. Wow, double it's Dang. double better
1: got it um no seriously like this is me just being extreme in my enthusiasm it's miles better hmm. it's not a sequel it's like like the story is a continuation of the story. And if you want to say sequel, fine, but it really does. It's new game. It's a different,
3: it's still the same, but
1: it's just so, they've just perfected it. They took the same game and made it better. Uh, New engine, same principles, but more options, but so much better that it's hard to say to compare them as a game. Let me ask you this. The
0: The only thing that slowed me down on it, and I'll get into more of what I played this week, which has kind of distracted me from Doom a little bit. Um, I'm a little put off by the crank up in difficulty. Now, a lot of Doom players are going to be like, well, that's great because that's what we want from our Doom game. We want this thing to get harder and harder every time they do a new one. But I I feel like it was a little off putting how hard it is and also how long those uh, missions are. Do you think that's a is that a me thing? Okay,
1: so I don't. It depends on your approach to Doom. Doom can be the kind of game I think where you just play the campaign and then you're done, or right. it can be the kind of game that you're playing over and over again, which I'm on my fourth or fifth playthrough right now. Yeah, and and you get better at the game. So when I first played the game on the third tier of difficulty,
0: uh, hurt me plenty. I think it is. Yeah. The middle one the the or ultra
1: violence oh, okay. i think it's not nightmares there's four tiers so i'm on three of four okay and when i first played that game it was really hard there was stuff that challenged me that killed me and now i'm playing on nightmare and it's no problem i'm like oh, i can handle that oh wow now there's nightmares super hard don't get me wrong but the game's difficulty is not one where as you increase difficulty it's just simply you know punishing you know games that are just like it's a slog because it's hard or it's just so brutal Mm -hmm. there's a sense of learning that you you know once you learn how to defeat a monster efficiently then you can do it quickly and then as the difficulties get harder they don't have deeper health pools Mm -hmm. it's just the game's more lethal and they do things like lead like the imps they'll shoot ahead of you. And you're like, what's he doing missing? He's like, ow, it hit me. And I'm like, oh, I lead targets. The AI is leading me. Like it's anticipating where I'm going to run. I love that. Um, but it isn't, it doesn't take more shots to kill anything. So all the techniques you learn in the earlier difficulties for dispatching foes mm. still work in, in this version of doom. I don't know about the other doom. So I'm able to play on a less difficult mode, get good at dispatching it. And then in, do the next tier and feel challenged but not overwhelmed Mm. so if you want to start on the easiest i think that's cool because as you play more you'll get better at the harder difficulties that being said doom may not be the kind of game you know you want to play the campaign once or twice do a little bit of end game stuff and then be done with it but there's something fun about playing it still and and i'm Getting better at it, so I'm playing on nightmare now. Whereas I was scared to death of playing on nightmare. Now I, there's techniques. Um, weapon swapping is a big one. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a there's a and if you're playing Doom and you don't know about this, but you've watched some of the speed runs and don't watch what they do, you can bind, Arbalest to E, and uh, I mean you can do whatever you want at key bindings. This is what I'm doing, but you Arbalest to E, Super Shotgun to Q and to X, bind your rocket launcher. And basically, since there's no reload mechanic in the game, every shot on a, on a low frequency, a low rate of fire gun has a cooldown. Mm. Like Just like, wow, it's was a global cooldown. You shoot the Arbalest, you got to wait a second, two right. seconds. Right. So you will wait less time if you weapon switch before shooting. So you shoot the Arbalest, you get the upgrade in the Praetor suit to switch weapons. Um, then you switch immediately to Super Shotgun, you can fire it right away. Now, while you've switched to the weapon, the arbalist is still on cooldown. So you go arbalist, super shotgun, rocket launcher, arbalist, super shotgun, rocket launcher. Everything just gets mowed down, but it's hard to do because you got to jump and dodge all the crap that's happening. Mm-hmm. So, and weapon swapping is is encouraged by it. It's a it's not an exploit. It's it's part of the technique of getting better at the game. Mm. Fascinating stuff. So, like right now, I'm playing a nightmare, practicing my weapon swatch uh, swapping on the super guns because the super guns can also falter. Which, when that big bad guy can kill you in two shots because you're on the hardest difficulty, he doesn't shoot at you because you're weapon swapping, uh, and you're you're using weapons that can falter the big guys. Mm. So it's there's a there's a level of nuance to the game that I grew to appreciate because of in um, particular that speedrunner bite me. I kind of I really like that guy. He's very nice, and he holds the world record for speedrunning Doom without exploits, the full hundred percent sort of deal. And. Um, and I'm playing on nightmare and I didn't think I was going to, but I've been working my way towards it. And I've started yesterday mm. and I'm up to the arc center and it's hard. I've died seven or eight times now, <laughs> but if you want an interesting challenge that is like hardcore mode, but you can play on any difficulty level, extra life mode is awesome. So you play the game where you it's a uh, permadeath, but they're extra, they're both I've learned there are about 50 extra lives in the whole campaign. Okay. So I ended the campaign with about 37 extra lives and it saves it and stuff like that. So there are different ways to play that aren't hard that are still challenging. So when you run out of extra lives and die, it's game over permadeath. But there's so many lives there that you can do it and still feel like you've accomplished some kind of challenge. It's great. This The, the package they released... There's more I want in it, but it's very good. Mm. The
2: uh, the other thing I'll just throw in here for difficulty, Scott, that you might enjoy is that uh, so you can't cheat when you're on your forward progression as far as getting through the game. If you haven't beaten a level, you can't run that level with cheat codes active. Mm. But what you can do is you can go back to old missions and run them with cheat codes Mm. so you can theoretically if you're just like "Ah, i'm just not loving the difficulty you can go back and play that first mission with infinite ammo and infinite onslaught mode and just rack up extra lives and then go to your current playthrough and while you won't have infinite ammo and you know all these buffs active you will have all those extra lives or when you get to the challenges to power up your weapons for example the super shotgun Once you unlock the perks and then complete the objective, instead of just firing that harpoon out that pulls you towards an enemy, it fires out a flaming harpoon and gives you armor whenever you do it. That is now unlocked permanently in your progress, even though you went and unlocked it on some infinite ammo mode on a different stage. So you can toy with the difficulty in that way as well.
0: Okay, let me ask you this. I'm glad you brought that up. If I wanted to do cheat codes, if somebody wants to do cheat codes out of the gate, they can't do it. They got to clear the levels first on some level of a difficulty before. They yeah.
2: Can you got to, you got to collect them and yeah, you can't go right out of the gate. You have to go back to the level. Okay.
0: That's interesting. Um, And that makes sense to me that they would, I mean, the old doom games, the cheat codes were different in 1992. So it was like, you know, you Yeah, but it.
1: if you miss a lot of the pickups and like John said, there's every weapon, every mod for every weapon has that, that, challenge to unlock the special thing mm-hmm. you can just go back to old missions and unlock them quickly doing them with or without cheats but not progressing forward so so by doing that you can spike your power early right if you get the upgrade for the super shotgun as soon as you get it then you go back to mission one and just start farming uh, 50 stacks of hit them with a meat hook and kill them mm-hmm. then go back to your main campaign and then you've got the full powered super shotgun sure uh, yeah so yeah it, i mean it it does this game really does let you play your way i mean there are easy modes there's nothing wrong with playing the game if that's to me the difficulty challenge in this version of doom is more like pick the temperature that's comfortable for you do you like a Mm -hmm. cold room or do you like a hot room and just play it most stuff is unlocked behind fairly easy like all the unlockables the skins i got a gold doom skin now like all the skins and, and cool cosmetics are unlocked by fairly attainable i would say um achievements mm-hmm. the only there's only one and that's the one i've got my eye on i only have one achievement left to do of all, they're called milestones in the game and that's finish the game on ultra h- nightmare which is the hardcore mode of nightmare with no extra lives there's no extra like all the extra lives are removed from the entire mission to, you, <laughs> the entire game <laughs> and,
0: you're, and you're gonna do that i take it you're gonna go
2: from-
1: i i don't know man like I, I was like let me try nightmare the part where you get to load checkpoints and i'm mm-hmm. like i'll probably make it to marauders right I died in like five minutes. And I'm like, oh man, if this is Ultra Nightmare, I'd be done. (laughs) But if you got
0: really good at that, you'd be like top three streamer right now. You should do it. You should go for it. There's a lot of people playing Ultra Nightmare. I don't know.
1: I can't stream it. I've been streaming Doom. It really, it's funny because the new engine they have is really adaptive like it locks you in at 60 frames mm-hmm. but it really reduces the quality of the game and in some parts the engine frame rate does start to really oh, dry yeah. when i stream yeah so i couldn't do ultra because i probably die i need a, I need a better system for that sure, uh, sure. In this game uh,
0: well that's both. that's i'm impressed john are you uh you have a similar experience having as much. yeah
2: do doom eternal is a different game which is surprising because you know when Original Doom came out, all three of us, we were on a call. I don't remember what it was about, but we were on a call when Doom came out. And all of us were very skeptical as to whether or not it was actually going to be any good even up to release. And we kept hearing good things and we kept getting tempted and Scott, I don't know if you remember this, but we both bought it and started downloading it at the same time. We pressured each other into buying it and we started playing that game and it was crazy and it was it was amazing. And when they announced Doom Eternal, I was like, "Great! I just want more of that." And instead, they decided to do something completely different with the same sort of gameplay and assets. I mean, the assets have changed and stuff, but you know, essentially, they took that mold and said, "Well, we're going to make a different type of game around it. We're going to make something that's, you know, potentially really challenging and kind of has this puzzle element to it." Uh, and it's really fun. It's a very different experience than I've ever had with a shooter. It's the only shooter that. I get to a part and I I get frustrated with it and I walk away from it in the same way I walk away from a puzzle game when I'm stumped. Mm. It's not, oh, God, I'm just not good enough at this game. It's I just can't get my head around how to deal with a marauder and all these friggin pinky demons. And, you know, like those two elements being together have suddenly become something that is insurmountable to me. Mm. It's like, I, I don't know how to deal with pinky demons and a Marauder at the same time. Mm. Like, the, the pinky demons stag- staggers me too much, and then the Marauder just kills me, and I, he sends a stupid dog after me. I hate the stupid dogs. And uh, you, you're thinking about it in a puzzle way, not, oh, I'm not twitchy enough. I'm, I'm getting old. I'm too slow. <laughs> like, it's just, there's a thing to figure out. And I really like that about the game. Uh, Beating it felt very good. Um, And like Bo said, you kind of make your own. I I was in the same boat. And that's why I want to tell people, like, do mission select. Go back to old missions and stuff like that. Because you do make your own difficulty with this game. Mm -hmm. You can get enough extra lives to remove the pressure that you're feeling. If you're feeling like this game's too tough. Like, you can take the difficulty down but you will also learn and you will also grow from it and i I, it happened three times where i went to bed going i don't know if i can keep playing this game like i think i'm done (laughs) yeah and then i woke up and was like it's really nothing i want to play more than doom yeah and i sat down and played it and went oh i did it i just got through it yeah like all it took was just refreshing myself and now i'm through it and now I'm way better. And then they throw the exact same thing at me a room later and I deal with it no problem. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting better at this. I'm figuring it out. So uh, it's it's very different. It's probably not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but it's really cool. And it's really unique. And uh, I would recommend people give it a try because it's it's unlike any other first-person this, shooter I've
1: played. You know what my favorite feeling is, is when you have the super shotgun and you meat hook something... While you're meat hooking, so I have the slow down time thing. So yeah. you meat hook, you slow down time, and you're getting pulled in. You hear bronk, 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 of your chain, and the demon's going. Urgh! <laughs> and then while you're streaming in, you can press other buttons like your flame belch. So you're streaming in, you're, this thing pops up, just goes. Psh! And then a grenade pops out and goes. Bunk! And I love that shoulder thing that just appears in the screen while you're doing other stuff. and You just have like a. Habunk, yeah, Habunk, it's and i cool. love doing that so i love when i'm in the air just shooting And all of a sudden my shoulder i remember to use my shoulder cannon for things i love the shoulder cannon are it's you the little, greatest?
0: are you sad at all that there's no competitive multiplayer in it i mean that one it's sort of asynchronous I'm, I'm in it for
1: the the, the the speed running technique stuff that's my jam that's I don't your really jam care about yeah the multiplayer I, I, the I, multiplayer is it's inventive innovative and they deserve big points for it I don't think it's all going to be a lot of fun in the long run or anything like
0: that. Mm. I was just a guess. I, I don't think, know I don't know if I was alone in this, but I actually quite liked the first game or the 2016 games multiplayer. I know I was, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people that agree with me on that. It's the only thing I think I walked away the other day playing this and just went, Oh, you know, it'd be cool as if I had some flags to capture and some people to smoke. <laughs> Like- I think they've heard
1: a lot of that feedback. I think they eventually put it in this game. Also, it's going to have two campaign DLC, unlike the last one. Mm. Um, I, I think that. Th- this, and there'll be when you finish the game. It says now go play some master levels. There'll be more added periodically. So I think not only are they going to have DLC, but there's some plan content drops for free for the game over the course of some period of time too
3: Because
1: mm. uh, there's only two master levels that i can see. did you find anything else john i only found two no, just the two one was from, and one was from like pre-ordering so there's only really one baseline master level which i haven't cracked into yet i don't know what they're like but um it seems to me they're they're the levels. so they could put up to 13 master levels for each one of the levels so i'm just i'm assuming there's they said there's gonna be more check back often
2: Yeah, and I can definitely see, you know, it's not that this game ends in a Halo 2 cliffhanger, but the story ends and you are like, oh, so there's going to be more. Because, like, there's a (laughs) lot left on the table when it's done. You're like, okay, well, we dealt with what they jumped into, but... It's a Reaper
1: of Souls ending.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm getting screwed over right now. There was some mysterious dialogue put in in a couple places where I was like, there's some fishy stuff. There's a really freaky thing underwater that was never really explained, but I also didn't read all the journal
1: entries. So. Wait, what What freaky thing underwater?
2: You never jumped in the water and saw the maker in that.
0: Ooh, bow.
1: Oh, I did jump in the water where the extra life is. And the, like yeah. towards the end. That yeah, yeah. Okay. Freaked
2: me out. I, yeah, I me was too, not ready I, for I, that. I never,
1: <laughs> I never considered what it might be. Actually. Now that you mentioned it, I just thought it was a really big demon. Uh, okay. <laughs>
2: I jumped in and there was like a Cthulhu man in there. I was like, oh my God, what is this? <laughs> Nobody wants to
0: jump into something and find a Cthulhu man in there. Nobody wants that. Well, that's great. Oh, that's I'm, interesting. I didn't I'm, make glad, that connection. I'm glad you guys love it. It makes me happy. And I also really like it. I just feel shitty at it. And I need to just keep
1: just at play it. Play it honestly, like think of it this way play it on easy, maybe the easiest difficulty. Maybe you'll never play it again. Yeah. But maybe yeah. you'll be like, "That was fun." I'm going to crank it up to the next difficulty level, and see what happens. Maybe you know, you know we'll that's how it. Like John described it perfectly. You're like, "Man, I suck at this." And you go to bed, and the next day you're just like, "Oh, I did it! I I'm, did it! I don't suck at this." I, so, you know that? You know, like that happens, and that happens so rarely in life. Like when you start and say you're a gas attendant, and you're like, "Man, you're really bad at pouring gas, mm-hmm. right?" You just spill it all over the place. You charge the wrong amounts, and one day you wake up and like. <laughs> You're able to be a gas attendant. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like this is easy. You, you serve like ten customers in five minutes. you so like put the gas in, take the money. Put the gas and take the money. Like is this a-
0: based on something that you did? You used to be a gas attendant or something? <laughs> no, I just grabbed the first job I oh. saw <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanted to be a gas attendant when I was a kid, though. You know when you're like, what do you want to be? Grow up, Billy.
0: Oh yeah, we all wanted. I wanted to be a like gas that. attendant. Yeah, I wanted to be. My parents somewhere. were like, "What do we? Where do we go wrong?" I had the same thing. I wanted to paint houses or something dumb, like well, no, you know painting houses so the, is fine. Don't get me wrong; it's not what I mean, but the, I shouldn't say it was ahead. dumb. Go ahead. I'll just. Well, get there, but there must
1: be a reason why you want to paint houses. Gas attendant for me is. I like to watch before digital. There used to be, the old sort of turning numbers mm. for, mm. and I was mesmerized. Like I loved, I loved it so much that I wanted to work there weird i want to be a gas attendant not because i was into gas or being an attendant but because the numbers <laughs> moving were amazing and but guess what gaming uh, happened yeah and gaming does numbers way better than the gas station industry. <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> so
0: that's though, because that's the gaming. but that's the source. It's a similar source to what you love about gaming. That's funny because yeah. the numbers yeah. are going there up.
2: Was, when, when you were a kid, there's something magical about gas stations. Yeah, like I, I also was obsessed with the rotating number dials. And then the other thing was and this is actually held through through most of my life what even though eventually you know you realize it's not quite the way you're romanticizing it which is i was like no this is like a way station to the world everybody passes through here all mm. their stories all their lives every interesting thing going on passes through this point and stops here briefly this is amazing and i was like "Just you know, like the citadel
0: the, in uh mass effect everybody goes <laughs> right, to the citadel
2: this was the thoughts of like seven-year-old john like yeah, way station to the world. This is great. And uh, yeah, then I'm you impressed think about it. And you're like, John... yeah, people just fill up their tank with gas here, and then they drive away. Yeah, yeah,
1: and they
0: rob it a lot. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's robbed
1: a lot. There's jerky there.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, but
1: well, why did you want to paint houses? There must have been a reason.
0: Um, I think I was so a similar thing. I was fascinated with the fact that there was a color under there, and then you came along, and just by moving goop around, you changed it. You okay. covered it. And then there was also this idea that there was still that color underneath and it would always be there. You'd never know because yellow is now the color on the outside. But inside there was a weird pink and nobody knew I've, about it.
1: I bet you in Egyptian times you might love burying treasure, making those tombs and stuff. Probably, yeah. <laughs> the secret, secret. you know, there's a secret underneath all painting. Yeah, everything's
0: everything's got something sneaky inside and and that's how I felt about it. So that's why you, I think as kids you just you see the fantastical in a in very benign things and I yeah. think I think the gas yeah. station. Also I love the smell of gas so that's if I am wanted to work at a gas station it would be because I want to huff gas oh, all day. Who doesn't love the smell of gas? Oh my oh, god, I it's love so good. It.
2: Love my it. dad was a mechanic so it's there's the familial smell to it all and you know engine grease and all that. So. Oh man.
0: And then scaring you upstairs with a cut out yeah, cardboard thing.
2: All the, all the things that makes me think of dad. <laughs>
0: Old dad and his tricks. All right, uh, let's see what else. Oh, uh, an, an important announcement here. Before we get to the other games we're playing this week, uh, John has agreed to be my wingman, my handler, if you will. Your handler, your whisper for my whisper for my playthrough of Resident Evil Three, uh, the remaster, which is coming out in what a week. Then, uh, no,
2: not a week. It's coming out in a couple of days. I wait, think. Oh, Thursday this Friday, night. right? Yeah.
0: So this Friday it comes out. We're not streaming it Friday. We're going to stream it the following Tuesday, just for schedules. And John and I at what do we say?
2: Five p.m. Pacific.
0: So six p.m. my time. Yep. On Tuesday, so that's Mountain time. So five p.m. Pacific, six p.m. Mountain, seven p.m. Middletown. Or what's that called? Uh, Central. And then, middle town <laughs> usa and then eight, uh in uh whatever eastern is 8 p.m uh 8 p. M. john is gonna watch me uh help me play along with me uh as we as i play that game and you might hear such hits as hold on uh let's do i have it here oh no breaks your ears john yeah you might hear such such memorable hits as <laughs> and so who knows that might happen That's so bad Uh,
2: (laughs) i pulled the headphones off it was still still bad bad.
0: it it touches you in your spine
1: or
3: something
0: (laughs) it touches me in places i don't want to talk about so yeah i'm nervous about this because that those games scare the shice out of me john john loves to uh see me go down dark hallways did you guys see that video of somebody modded the game the demo so that all the bad guys are nothing but mr x's or um uh what's he called what's he nemesis's
2: so, I love the T-posing that he yeah. did, especially when he was climbing the fence and he's just like, oh. <laughs> but then there's like three of them just
0: stomping toward him at a fence and they can't get through the fence. But, man, that stuff scares me. So will Mark Knopfler's penis make an appearance? I don't know. Adhesive Wombat, you'll have to tune in and see. That'll be uh, Tuesday night. We'll be our first session together. And uh, Mark Knopfler? Oh, it's a long story. I said something really dumb once. Here, you know what? I'll share it with you. because What
1: episode of TMS is it
0: on? uh, I did do it on TMS, but also I think I just have it here. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, Jamie might not know where this is. Uh, I can't find it, but basically I got in a really scary situation. In one of the horror oh, no. games I played, and I yelled, Mark Knopfler's penis! And I don't remember saying it. <laughs> I don't remember saying oh, it at all. Oh, now that. I need to see this. Yeah, I don't remember saying it. So, uh, I don't remember what game that would have been. It was one of the recent scary ones. But anyway, I There's haven't done a scary game in a while. You usually
2: a gem while. from every horror game you play. <laughs> whether it's Mark Knopfler's penis, or what am I to do, what am I to do? <laughs>
0: yeah there's some there's some winners in there and some losers but we're gonna try to win together and things have improved since we did this last uh which was resident evil 7 Uh, discord now has a way for john to see exactly what i'm playing and in full beautiful 1080p quality so um we're gonna do that and hopefully i won't die all right so stick around for that I played nothing this last week except for two games. Animal Crossing, a lot of Animal Crossing. Holy crap, I played a lot of that game. I really like it, like a lot. And uh recommend that if you have a Switch and you still don't have that game, you're crazy. It's the best comfort food of this COVID-19 thing we're in. Uh, just playing it, playing it, playing it. It's very, very good. Um, It has its issues. It's not perfect. But for the most part, it is exactly what you want as an Animal Crossing fan. And I just get lost in it. I love checking it every day. I love doing all my little chores. I just think it's great. Nintendo, once again, killed it with Animal Crossing. I talked about it a lot last week, so I don't have to talk.
1: about That's probably what's killing your Doom, your Doom vibe. Probably. Because Animal Crossing is very appealing to you. If I had to choose between Animal Crossing and Doom right now, I'd play Doom.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But a part of me would be like, man two good things at the same time. I'd want to check it out. You know what I mean? Like a little
0: bit. Yeah. A little bit. I think there's something to get around to it. I there's something to that, except I had this other weird thing happen. So the uh, ghost recon Breakpoint, which launched kind of busted and um, went through some real rough early months of release, uh, finally got their big giant overhaul patch. And I've been waiting for that because what usually happens with Ubisoft is they'll sometimes launch something in crappy condition and then they'll fix it. And I like that about them. They tend to stick to their stuff and they make, you know, mediocre experiences into something pretty great. Like uh, uh Rainbow Six Siege is a good example of that. That's like a legitimate esport now and people love that game. It's a highly played, very popular tactical team shooter. And when it launched, it was a mess. Same thing for that uh for Honor game. It was a poop poop fire when it launched and now people love that thing. Like it's in really great shape. So I have a lot of faith in them as a publisher and the developers who make these things. I tend to think that they'll fix stuff. I wish it would launch really great, but sometimes they launch p- p- poopy and they <laughs> I just stuttered through poopy and did like three P's. Poopy. Poopy. Poopy kill. Anyway, so the point is <laughs> what's the point? Oh, Breakpoint is a problem or was a problem. And this patch seems to have fixed. Fixed most of those problems. Um, I'm having Hmm. a really good time in there. I ended up getting really sucked back in and feel like it's a way more finished, complete package. Then the other nice thing they did here, and it's funny, Bo, because you were talking about levels of difficulty and doom and jumping up to those and things feeling like a puzzle, and John mentioned that too, where you sort of approach the fights as not just a shooter where your aim needs to be good, but where do you have to move? Where do you have to be? Weapon switching, all that sort of stuff. This game's got a piece of that now. Because they added this ability to create, basically, it's called ghost mode, and you can tweak it incrementally or all together. But basically, you can have a game where it gets rid of all all of the uh, game or all of the, sorry all the gun leveling. So like getting uh, gun loot is no longer like color coded and have their own gear scores and stuff like that. You can still play that way if you want to, but you can turn that off. You can turn off all HUD elements. You can have no map help. Um, I think you have no map at all if you want Uh, Hmm. like you turn it into the most raw ass hard as nails tactical shooter where you have to figure out a way to infiltrate a huge base full of dudes and drones and just pick these dudes off one after another and get in there like it's very cool and they just give you lots of flexibility and you can change all that stuff on the fly. And Is it
2: like one hit, one kill sort of thing? You can get it anything? you can get
0: it right close to that if you if you want. There there are armor values in the game though, so there's you'd have to be like headshots and stuff like that if you're gonna die probably right away. I don't know. It depends on what you have on, I guess. In some cases you're oh, Because I
2: just think of like those old uh like ghost recon style games where uh you know it was that it was that. Like it was about taking them out before they saw you, because if you got shot even once, you lost poor. Ding Chavez, yeah, gone. Ding Chavez Ding anymore? <laughs> no more Ding Chavez. Well, that was that more real. His real name? No, yeah, there no. was a Ding Chavez. No, no there he wasn't. was. There was. Yes, okay. in those old Tom Clancy games, oh. Ding Chavez was the best.
0: All right, I'm looking him up. Oh, you're right. uh But see, these are those are the Rainbow Six games you're thinking. Of. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, Rainbow. Six yeah,
2: and the Rainbow Six games
0: good. are still famous for that kind of one shot one kill kind of thing. This is different than that. This is a little more like. I don't know. I don't know how to compare it to. But it's got some, you know, injury mechanics and some stuff that you have to pay attention to. Or you can turn those off if you want to have an easier experience. Whatever you want to do, they've kind of given you a bunch of options. And it's really good right now. So, for me, it's really created that puzzle element of how am I going to approach this place? How am I going to get in there? What am I going to steal and when and who? And am I going to try to go in and do full Sam Fisher and not alert anybody? Or am I going to just guns blaze and just destroy f- fools as I go in there? Um I have a combination of some of that ghost mode stuff, but also I like the, the color-coded loot drops. I think that stuff's kind of Diablo-like and fun, so I have that on. And so I've got this kind of cool combination. But the nice thing is, if you're playing with friends or whatever you happen to do, you can switch that stuff around at will anytime you want. You don't have to reload. You just play. Um, it's very cool. So I think they've done a good job. I'm early enough where it's hard to say, you know, if, if this feeling is going to last, but I can tell you it's a huge improvement over that game that launched. And uh, I like it. They also have a Sam, you can get a Sam Fisher skin and like helmet and everything like the little three little dots and everything on it. It's pretty cool. All right. Uh, That's what I've been playing. Uh, John, you mentioned doom eternal. You also played the resident evil three demo and then tried to get me to do it, but I refuse until we play the real game next week. So
2: yeah, no prac, no early practice for you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I did get into the demo again because uh, the demo has 20 bobbleheads in it that apparently if you get, all twenty bobbleheads. It does do something when the actual game comes out. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, how hard can this be? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all twenty of them bobbleheads. Like you just shoot a bobblehead. What do you, it's fine. Bobbleheads. Uh, right. I had gotten a lot of them, and you know, I couldn't. I went. I looked. I tried to do it the legit way, and I think I got to about eleven or something like that. So I looked up a guide to see where these bobbleheads were, and I had missed some here and there. It turns out that game's real jerk about where it's hiding them bobbleheads because there are some where the requirement to get the bobblehead to appear is stare at this picture for 10 seconds and then the bobblehead will appear in a completely different place. (laughs) And I was like, well, no wonder I didn't find the freaking bobblehead. And uh, there's another one where you have to take the two high quality gunpowders, combine them into magnum ammo, which is not even in the demo, then go back and talk to a guy about where Keanu Reeves is and then come back up here. And now there's going to be a new zombie and now there'll be a bobblehead next to him. So I'm trying to do all of these. And it turns out some of the bobbleheads have challenges associated with them, which is like perform 25 perfect dodges on a single life before you can get the requirement to get this bobblehead. And it turns out that's really hard to do or down the nemesis three times which is also a bit of a challenge to do. So I've, I'm at 16 right now. Uh, and I've, this is <laughs> just
0: the demo you're doing. This isn't yeah. the game game. I don't know how you're <laughs> doing this to yourself. This is insane to me.
2: I, I got four more to get, and they're all really tricky, whether it's the 25 perfect dodges, the downing, the nemesis, which actually that should be easy. But the one of the hardest ones is one of the bobbleheads is down the last alley of the demo, which once you go a certain distance down the, the alley, uh, you spawn a cut scene and the demo ends. So you have to get far enough to where you don't start the cut scene, aim, and then shoot it just before the ending of the demo. And I haven't been able to do that. Every time I aim, it moves her just enough to trigger the cut scene to happen. Wow. And then the demo ends and you got to go through the demo all over again, uh, to try again. So, uh, We'll see. I don't think I'm going to have it done by Friday, so I may just have to forego this goal. But I'm trying. It's challenging. I
0: like your your commitment, though. To a demo, by the way, to a demo. It's, it's is the a game? Is demo. It, when does it release? This weekend? Tomorrow? Uh, yeah, fri- Friday. Friday, I believe. Yeah, Friday. Oh, Thursday. Oh wow, midnight. exciting! Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, I, the only reason I'm doing this is two reasons. One, a fan bought the game. Thanks, Jack Fox, again for your generosity. Uh, and secondly, John is going to do it with me i can't do it alone again it'll kill me these games really get under my skin so i need someone there who knows i'm supposed to go right while i'm having a freaking meltdown well what's the
1: understanding before because sometimes misunderstandings can result in the loss of friendship so let's make sure (laughs) we understand what the parameters of john's help is i don't think john's going to be able to prevent you from shield you 100 from getting scared
0: you're probably right Oh, that, that is true. Eat. I guarantee you, that's true. Because even that scream I just played, John was there for that. Like this yeah. thing here. let's going to play it again. Uh, this scream right here. John was there. He was there that day. Yeah. Um, and so I have no doubt that I'll find plenty of reasons to be completely freaked out in the game. The question is. Here, maybe this is quieter. I do it this way. It's still pretty loud. Nope. Anyway, so I <laughs> I uh,
2: I suspect I will have probably beaten or would will be close to have beaten the game by the time we play on Tuesday. Yeah. Wait, uh, wait. 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 Wait.
0: Wait. Yeah, he's wait, playing wait. it ahead of time. He's playing it before
1: I'll even yeah. see it. Okay, maybe that's the way it should be. I was thinking it's a little unfair if you play ahead and knows what happens. It seems to me it's a better co-op experience if you're both sharing in the revelations well, the, the
2: idea is that if scott needs help i will be there to provide help it will be it will be basically i don't want him to be in a position where he's sitting there just spinning around in circles going what am i missing what am i missing i don't want to okay. walk him through the game necessarily and go oh, he won't do here's that, where yeah. you go do this and we've do done this, this before when i was playing this.
0: seven you had beaten seven um that was just kind of you you know going along with me so i I really am gonna i'm gonna like this because what happened to me in two is if i got stuck um part of the reason i would get stuck is because i just so freaked out i couldn't be logical like i would be in a real horror scenario and i couldn't Mm -hmm. make a good logical decision about what to do next even though the answer is right in front of me or i know i have to go back to this room or whatever it is and i think it'll be good to have this okay
1: make a guy use a guide
0: it's a guide. it's somebody on the side it's to go no no no. it's fine go left go left and i'll go oh, okay oh, whew. okay we got out of there okay so i'm not just stuck and then feeling like quitting and never playing it again because i get in that mode sometimes but yeah
2: if you if you go back and watch scott beating resident evil 2 i'm sorry reaching the halfway point of resident <laughs> evil 2 uh there's a moment where he's sitting there <laughs> complaining about how he's almost dead yeah. while standing directly next to a green <laughs> earth and he's like What do they want me to do about it? What am I supposed to do?
0: What
1: am I (laughs) to do? What am I I to do? Exactly.
0: See, that's the problem. Um, I don't have. Yeah. Good
1: point. Point point well taken. I think I was because there's a part of me that's like oh you're playing games together you should j- enjoy you know it's like you watch star wars already and you're watching it with someone else it's better if you can watch it together if possible, sure same time. and if you're uh but I that's make... not what you guys are trying to accomplish so i got
0: it and if you're you know if you're ever around on a tuesday night and you're like oh, i, I want to go add to the mayhem you can always pop in there too yeah i will not
1: be helpful all right go cool, i mean john he... john is john is a blessed angel yeah, he I don't I don't believe in playing scary games and not being fully scared by them because you have a friend nearby, but I don't look down at anybody who does that. Here. But I just I can't be I can't be that knight in shining armor that John is.
0: Here's what for. John Here's what John sounds like when something scary happens in a game. He goes, he goes, oh, <laughs> like that. <laughs> Here. Here's what I do. <laughs> That's the difference between us that right there yeah. is the difference I i'm somewhere
1: in the middle because i get freaked out at doom i don't think i ha anything happened on stream but i might just go like oh shit oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh shit, 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 shit you know like just yeah really grumbling maybe
0: yeah i get it i just and doom is doom has its moments man i don't if i never see another marauder again i'd be happy i know that's not gonna happen but
1: okay. it's not so much that the game is scary it's just that it's tense yeah like i may wind up in a hospital
0: yeah I think that's about right. Chatterbox thinks okay. I got it right with John's impression. My impression of John that was a good impression. Yep. You're yeah. not wrong. <laughs> he's very good. He's, he's, like, just, oh. he's just too chill. He's he's a hardened man. He's got. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is, but for whatever reason, I'm a giant puss. <laughs> And I just can't do this stuff. We got a
1: hard man and a giant puss. What happens the next time? Find out what happens
2: when we put the two of those together on Tuesday at 5 (laughs) p.m. Pacific.
0: Oh, Lord. All right. Uh, So, Bo, we've talked a lot about Doom Eternal. Do you have time for anything else, or has that been your life?
1: That's been 24 7. It's basically Doom Eternal and and COVID land. That's pretty much been my two preoccupations. Mm. Um, That being said, I do have one community shout out to give oh, let's do i'm it. gonna give it now even because as you know as regular listeners know i've been chronicling my journey to a ps4 mm-hmm. over the past couple of weeks because mm-hmm. <laughs> so i won't do anything as simple as just put down the money and buy it but drag it out into this long narrative yarn sure anyways a listener of the show mr goodman Tanner She's Goodman, he's awesome, greatest guy Tanner in the world. Tanner Goodman yep. was kind enough to say, "Hey, I've got an extra PS four, and I'm like, really, you don't have to send me your PS 4 He's like, "No, I got like three of them." And I'm like, "If you really want to, I'd be a very happy person," and yeah. so he's gonna send it. So I just so like to cool. give him a formal thank you. Yeah, you are the salt of the earth. Yeah, and,
0: and... that's a <laughs> Sorry, good thing. That's thinking... a good thing, Tanner. Just so you know, that's not <laughs> yeah, like a weird...
1: I, I, I was thinking. Wait, maybe is it. It's not like a totem pole where it's the reverse, right? You know, you say you're a top man on a totem pole, yeah. but actually the most important person on the totem pole is on the bottom. Yeah. So someone says you're the top man on the totem pole. They're, they're either ignorant or they're unintentionally dissing you. Um, <laughs> But anyways, so I don't know if salt of the earth is not one of those things where it sounds like a compliment, but it's really... I think it
0: still is. Diss. I think salt of the earth is still like you're a you're good regular joke. reliable
2: man. like yeah you're you're the foundation you're the bedrock it comes of, from of something though
1: salt used to be valuable like is, you know no one cares about salt but i think salt used to be valuable
0: is that is what, what it I is think. when they when they refer to that i, I always thought so. it was like salt of the earth meant you're i think
1: people i think kingdoms went to war over salt right and people died for salt
2: that's the kind of thing you'd take baby Jesus if you had it readily. Well, available. I could
1: have that completely <laughs> wrong. I have it stuck in my head somewhere. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I missed that part. What did
2: you say, John? I don't know <laughs> what
0: he said. Something tough. about baby Jesus.
2: I said it's the kind of thing you'd take to baby Jesus if you had it readily available.
0: Oh, mm. salt. Because he likes salt. Is that the
2: thing? I I, no, they brought him weird gifts.
0: They did, just... but it was frankincense and myrrh, not salt. That I know of was there. salt?
2: <laughs> no, I'm not saying. Anyway, it's fine. We're really getting hung All up on what some wise just... brought
0: Tanner Goodman is
1: awesome, and he's sending me a PlayStation 4. And that, there, you know, there may be delays with mail. I may mean, not be playing Final Fantasy VII Remake on April 10th. But I'll be very happy to be playing it in April when the PS 4 It's a very, up.
0: very kind gesture. So Tanner. Very kind.
1: And I mean it's a whole PlayStation four. This thing's like four hundred bucks. Yeah. Canadian. He could have so, sent a
0: fake one to you and he didn't. He said, I hasn't I
1: haven't gotten it yet. It could still that could be an April Fool's Day. Oh man. <laughs> that would be a bummer after all this it's like, praise. It's yeah. just a case.
0: <laughs> yeah. It could be a, that could be a real bummer. Uh, I just message
1: inside the CD traits as I hate your show.
0: I forgot that there was a Easter, uh, event happening in, uh, in this game. And I just shot an Easter egg out of the sky in animal crossing. I just wanted to share that with you guys.
2: Truly celebrating Easter the way it was meant to. Yeah. Can I tell you a funny thing about frankincense and myrrh? Go ahead. So when I was a child and actually I'll just be honest and say for a long period of time beyond being a child, uh, and I just didn't give it a whole lot of thought, I thought it was three wise men, right that mm-hmm. went and saw baby Jesus and yeah. they brought gifts, so I assumed that all three of them had brought a gift, yeah. so I thought the three gifts were Frank incense, and myrrh
0: <laughs> wait, who was who, what was the frank gift? I
2: didn't know i like here's the thing. I remember thinking it was three things: Frank incense, and myrrh. I don't remember if when I was a kid, if I thought Frank was one of the names of the wise men men, and like these were their names, and it was like. They brought gifts. Who brought the gifts? Frank, Incense, and Myrrh. <laughs> so you thought there was a guy
0: named Myrrh, Incense, uh-huh. and then the most commonly named Frank. Yes. <laughs> uh, fun side note, Fred and Cam was almost Franken-can, but it sounded oh, like really? you were saying like Frankenstein. franken It just sounded weird saying it. Yeah. and can I didn't like it. It sounded like you were no. making a riff on Frankenstein. So I went with Fred fred and can yeah yeah anyway side note
2: i like it side oh notes. interesting it. Yeah. Frank and
0: yeah yeah it was almost Franken can but no longer is it frank can anyway uh well that's great john i'm glad <laughs> i've learned more about the the old jesus story than i ever expected to hear today
2: on yeah the show. now you know the name of the wise man
0: well done all right uh before we do an email um, well, actually, I'm going to play this. That's a good question. We're going to play a, a mashup by Jamie. He does the TMS mashups as well. He really has taken a, a shine to core lately and likes some of the dumb stuff we say. So he put this together. Let's take a listen.
1: John, please turn up your microphone. Turn up your
0: microphone, you piece of shit. You could take a giant poop on my chest. <laughs> what? like I'm so hot for it. I need to play it. So. Yeah, look, if you have an erection for longer I'll than four days, it. get that game and play it. <laughs> Everyone just goes to Mrs. Winkles and says, oh, cool stuff. Let's go online and buy it. Did they, it's Winkles or
1: what's her name? <laughs> Sorry. Winkles.
2: Tiddywinkles. Winkles is still open, Scott. Okay, I good. I was going to
1: say, Tiddywinkles might be a cool NPC name.
2: I'm Tiddywinkle. I'm Tiddywinkle. I don't understand why you have to talk so loud. You've got a <laughs> microphone.
1: It's really a good old lady.
2: It's a very when good old lady. I was doing podcasts we talked into a can and we only had one listener. <laughs> is it supposed to be like a turtle mouth? Like how they got all those rows of teeth? I don't Like a turtle know. mouth in an eyeball?
0: I don't know. Alien yeah. vagina for all I know. I don't know what it is. Can I get you a 400-pound Baconator butthole expressor Whatever. <laughs> And I'm like, no, I know what I want. It wasn't that. Wait, can I
1: recap a 400 pound baconator butthole with espresso butter? <laughs> Did I get that order right, sir?
2: You know, if they have that. Maybe I do want it. <laughs> I kind of I want to know what espresso butter is. I don't yeah. know either.
3: <laughs> I don't know either.
1: I think if John buys it, he can mail you the figure as a
0: lend. Just so I get my jollies with it. As a loner.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know only. what? Don't no. send it
1: back, Scott. As it turns out, I'm good. No, it's it's my... Exit only. Don't worry. Yeah.
0: Don't worry. <laughs> exit only. I have
1: my, my jollies
2: with it, John. No, I understand. You keep. <laughs> he's gonna
1: open the mail. He's gonna see the figure site and he's gonna go activate the Peck bit. Yeah. I'm gonna immediately jam <laughs> it on my butt as soon as I see it. <laughs>
2: How many coins do you get for this, Mario? Yeah, it's going to go... Ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding,
1: ba-ding, ba-ding. Scott's jogging by with Rainer, the female dog, and all you hear is... Yep. Bling, bling, bling. Yeah,
2: just waving to his neighbors and through his sweatpants, a very muffled... me, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, look at the stuff you miss when you don't listen to the or when you don't support us on our our patreon because a lot of that was patreon stuff See?
1: the real naughty bits happened before the show
0: oh yeah, yeah. without without yeah. fail
1: well that's not true anyway. they're the not true <laughs> i i thought
0: about a few things and realized that was wrong well that one time where you taught me all about um what was it what, ma- waifus or whatever that, yeah, was so a, that was a go back that was a that was late in the show so sometimes it happens yeah. Late yeah. In the show.
1: i mean i'm always ready with the new thing there was something i was going to share with you guys that we never got around to
0: what wasn't the steamer
1: conversation but it's oh. over it's past. oh the wait, the steamer conversation? Just, i'm just saying it could have got worse there if there was a like a scale of how bad it was there was definitely a worse <laughs> level which is so that's the
2: story I, of the internet you just described the internet yeah that's the internet that's rule well, we're 37
1: of the internet. We're part of the internet. We are.
0: We are of it. I'm literally made of internet. Yeah. That's all I am anymore these days. All right. Uh, let's quit read a quick email. This came to us from Trevor Payne. He's from St. George, Utah. That's South of me by about four and a half hours. Um, <clears throat> I love it down there. He says this, hello, Scott. I've enjoyed your work for many years and it inspired me to try something new and put my own creations out into the world. I am too, uh, from good old at Utah. I grew up in Provo, uh, sorry, the Provo area, and I've lived the past uh, 10 years in St. George. My cousin and I grew up with a love and passion for games. Talking about games was so much fun, or even more so than playing them. Fast forward 20-ish years, and we've started a podcast called The Nintendo Show. We share Nintendo-related news, topics, and game discussions. Uh, It is in its infancy and has been an incredibly, incredibly fun experience. We feel that we are learning so much along the way. It would be an honor if you would give it a listen. And uh, if you enjoy it, would like to collaborate, cross promote, or even just give us a shout out, we'd be incredibly honored. I wrote him back and said, what show would you like it on? He says, I don't know. How about Core? And I said, okay. So nice. I'm doing it now. Go check out the Nintendo show by Trevor Payne. It's available now wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, I actually really
1: like the name of this show.
0: Yeah, I do too. Right. I used to, this is the right. thing I like to do when I did the Diablo show it was the same idea. It's like, I'm just going to call it what it is, man.
2: Yeah. Just mm-hmm. name it. Just Here's it. a fun full circle story for you. We yep. just got an email from a listener starting their first ever podcast, their journey into this experience. Mm. And just before all this, Bo was talking about getting a PS4 from one Tanner Goodman, who is the person who did the very first podcast I ever recorded. Whoa, is that true? Yep. What? The huh? Very first show I ever did was one of Tanner's shows. I was a oh. I was a guest on that. So wow. What show? yeah what was it called uh, it was called arcanum of Azeroth
0: all right a WoW awesome. thing i didn't know that that's awesome okay well look at we've come full circle everybody we're all connected
1: what what were you what were you doing on the shit what was the the shit uh, they-
2: what was the, i think i was were the you- person who talked about how to get achievements i don't know the whole idea was like we would talk one person would talk about how to get mounts one person would talk about how to get pets one person would talk about how to get achievements. I can't remember which one I was. That was one of oh, those three.
0: You were one of oh, those so guys? Oh, so you were
1: regular. I
2: was regular, yeah.
1: Oh, I thought you were good. Ge- okay, cool. Well,
2: nice.
0: I didn't know
1: that No.
2: Yeah. And now Sorry, here we I are. You, and, Scott, now, I keep- and now that led to you getting a PS4 somehow. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing.
0: Right, thank you, John. And thank you, Tanner, for being incredible people. That's very nice. Uh, I'm so excited for you to get that because... Now you have no reason not to play that game. You can just play Spider-Man. it. Yeah. Spider Man. Oh, and Spider Man, dude, Saputer, Spider Man. Do I have the disc version of that? No, Man. If I had the disc Saputr-Man. version, of it, I would totally lend you that game if I had Activate it. Activate the Saputer Man. Man. I, I only have it on. Um, I only have it digitally, or I'd send you my copy. Dang it, because that's, that's a fine, that's, that's a fine. good game. Honestly,
1: um, Tanner did offer to send some games along with it, but knowing the way I play games, I said don't send anything because I tend to be very tunnel vision about what i'm doing in gaming so chances are it'll just collect dust anyways yeah like I, I i'm playing two months ago i'd be playing black desert online like my life depended on it now I'm, it's like i've never heard of the game uh, oh game right and what pen, I, you know do you mean? think
0: you ever returned to that thing or 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 what what do you think there i
1: don't know i did spend 20 dollars <laughs> on, on the cosmetics
2: I'll be, I'll bet heavily you- invested scott He <laughs> bought twenty dollar panties you don't just turn your back on twenty dollar panties <laughs>
0: pretty well say that that's true
2: <laughs>
0: so all right we got it we got a fun thing in the chat room real quick before we go today uh carmel in the chat says oh no i've never watched it live and now i'm experiencing podcast dissonance where i find out what voices are connected to human faces all right sure. so Welcome to Everyone's Worst Nightmare. Uh, I'm the Ugly One. Now let's take a look at Bo. This is Bo Schwartz. He is, for some reason, sideways and long-haired
1: i'm i'm the ugly one i've met scott in real life your camera's definitely.
0: like your camera looks like it's on permanent like you're sliding
1: oh yeah it's it's tilted it's on purpose we're doing something a little different oh today. i like yeah, it
0: he's he's because
2: unsettling us with dutch angles yeah
1: everybody now that they're at home like everyone's getting into the podcast game so we got to be different so yeah. i just tilted my camera and like we're ahead of the curve yep. trend setting
0: there already. you go we've done it and then there's john john is this one Hold here
2: I'm- <laughs> he's this one I'm the one who gets confused for Brian Ibbett. Yeah,
0: he's the one who knocks. Uh, anyway, so there you go. There you go, Carmel. Do you feel better now? Do you feel better about seeing these ugly mugs and knowing that we look like what we look like? Or, you, or is this scared you, know what, you there's, off? There's light at the end
1: of this tunnel because the first time you see a voice, it's, there's that dissonance, like yeah. you said.
0: Yeah, it throws you. But
1: after a while, it becomes beautiful.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. You just,
1: just Just sleep on it. Give it a little bit of time. You'll realize, no, these guys are yeah Pretty good. Yeah, we're the all right
2: thing we hear most often or at least that i see most often in the chat is they based on voice thought that i would look like bo and that bo yeah. would look like me yeah, that perfect. seems to be the thing that most people say
1: that is so mm. weird because i don't i don't have a reference that, it that. happens
0: very often yeah it's not
1: like a one-time thing it happens a lot
0: a lot of people think you guys are flipped and i've had people say in the chat they their first time saying you need to put up names i don't know which one's which I think that's Beau, but I'm not sure. Like, they don't know. And I that boggles my mind because in my head, well, everybody I work with I see pretty soon in the relationship of working with people. Like, it's rare that I don't see somebody's face for like a really long time. Like, even back in my early 2004, 2005 podcasting days, I wasn't, you know, i saw Dunaway done away like the third day I ever talked to him. Um, so I knew what he looked like. And man, he was a totally different dude looking then. But anyway, the point is, I Mm -hmm. just, it boggles my mind when people can't put the face to the voice. So, but I understand it and I'm glad you're here and I hope it didn't freak you out too bad. All right. We're pretty ugly dudes, but we're ugly and and we're together.
2: Also, everybody should email in if you haven't seen us what you think we look like based on. Oh, Oh,
1: yeah. I want to know that. And if you're an artist or at least a little bit of an artist, can sketch what you think we look like. Oh. I don't think Scott doesn't seem to want to see that. So this can just, only
0: go well. I mean, I kind of do. Well. I kind of do. Schwartz. Yeah, you know oh, what? No? I, I actually, I mean, I'm down for this. I would like to see this. Yeah, and if, if you haven't seen what we look like,
1: yeah, just give us a quick sketch. Yeah. Don't spend hours on it. Just sketch what you think. If you're an artisty you type who you can draw,
0: yeah, and send Please. us. I'm curious. Send us like um, you know on Twitter uh, at Bo Schwartz at John underscore Jagger at Scott Johnson or at Core Show. Whatever you want to do, um, or core pod, not core show. Core pod is our podcast. There's pod. our freaking Twitter account. Or you can email us. Just go to the website, hit the contact thing, and you can send it to us. I would love to see interpretations of people who have never seen us. That would be yeah.
2: amazing. Go ask your family, your significant other, that you're embarrassed to show, uh, share the show with.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Well, that's a that's a loaded question, isn't it?
1: I mean, yeah. if they drew me looking like Donald Trump... They just like, sent
2: three poop emojis. <laughs> gotcha. Because <laughs> <Gotcha. laughs> I think you're poop. Because
0: you're like poop. You're ugly as poop.
1: It feels like this should be a contest. There should be like... We should have people just send in drawings of us if they haven't seen us before. Let's do it. And they can win something.
0: Yeah. I've been told we many, don't know. many, uh, I've been told many times that people think I'm short and then they meet me. Oh my god. And I'm 6'4 and I'm not short. You
1: uh, are a tall
0: person. I am a very tall yeah. person and the other thing about me being so tall is how many really old people do you meet that are tall? You don't, do you? You don't see them. Not only is Scott tall. They die. And you wouldn't get this from his demeanor. <laughs> but he could take out a lot of dudes too. <laughs> I don't know, like, man. On, based
1: on size alone. I mean, like not that like like you're not you're not big in like a rotund way. You're just like
0: like, I think with a bit of working out, you'd be like a muscle man. Oh, yeah. Honestly. I intimidate... Like, you
1: talk about going jogging and stuff, and I'm like, you look like a pretty fit dude, like, overall. People
0: see me, and they th- and they get... it. I, I do tend to intimidate people, which I don't understand, because I feel like the one that's intimidated by almost everyone else. But people yeah. say that. They're like, oh, man, I am so nervous around you. Why? Well, because you're tall and scary looking. Like, what are you talking about? I am not yeah, you scary can pick, looking. You
1: can pick somebody up and just stuff them in the trash can and
2: walk away yeah. yeah just be done you're done at that point yeah
1: like that's what i'm always laughing when you're like some kid does something wrong and you're all in the face and i'm like
0: oh my god it's like an <laughs> mma fighter coming i'm like you cut me off you bastard
1: and it's like-
0: <laughs> see maybe that's why sometimes it freaks people out but i don't notice it because i don't feel that like i'll walk well, into if- a room i might be the tallest person biggest person there i don't think about it though i think about all the things that are yeah. wrong with me i just go oh yeah. man See, my problem is
2: I'm too short, so I don't recognize levels of tallness. You're all too tall to me. Yeah, but when I hang out with
0: you, it's I like it because it's this combo of tall and short that erases (laughs) all the all the lines. Like it doesn't matter in a weird it's hard to explain. It doesn't matter in this weird, esoteric way when I'm with John that I'm like you know, two feet taller than you are or whatever. I don't know what yeah. it is.
2: No, it's everybody. When we did that heroes uh, that heroes meet up, yeah. I, I found out all my friends skew tall because there's this. It's not going to show up great. Oh, sorry, podcasters. I found this image yeah. of everybody gathered around. Look at how tiny I am compared to everybody else <laughs> in this photograph.
0: Well, it's not fair when you're there with, with Kyle because he's nine feet tall. Uh,
2: like... Bo is the closest, and he's still half a over. head taller. I'm than hunched me.
0: over
1: slightly, I think, there to in order to be able to get John. And I have tall. I have the tallest person and the shortest person, I think, in the group. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to put my arms around both of them. So I'm like, I think I had to adjust my height to make
0: it work for yeah. both people. Kyle is a um, big, tall mother scratcher. Um, makes me feel short when I stand next to him. So. Yeah, but see, he he's tall. and I, I, He might be listening
1: right now. He's taller, but like, I don't get the same impression that I get from
0: you that you could take somebody out. Oh, that I could really beat the it. shit out of somebody. You,
1: like you, you're Pop- you, I watched you watching Popeye, and I'm like, you're kind of like Popeye. Like I just, <laughs> I get the impression you could just punch someone and put their lights out. <laughs> you're kind of like
0: Popeye. I've never heard but, anyone say you're kind of like Popeye before. That's new. Yeah, I'll I like mean that. you don't look like him or anything. No, I don't no, want no. To offend you, just it's, but
1: I mean you just you look like you have like yeah. Look at that. Like imagine getting socked in the face with one of
0: those. Fists. Come like, here, you would... mother
1: effers. I gotcha.
0: So which makes it even more fun when I go ah! while I play a scary video game. <laughs> <laughs> Big tough yes. guy Scott playing the video games. All right, uh, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you all for watching tonight, and uh, come back and do it again live with us next week. We hope you're all safe and healthy and well don't forget to support us on patreon at patreon.com slash core show it is how this show is run we appreciate any and all you can do over there uh big thanks for that also uh what else that's it uh oh and then uh, don't forget next week john and i'll start playing that thing we'll have a show next wednesday as well we'll follow up on that then and uh between now and then we hope you'll visit us at frogpants.com slash core because everything's there that you're gonna need that'll do it for us for me for john for beau we'll see you next time This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes, get more at frogpants.com.